dopest flyers, OG pin flyers, 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 dopest flyers, flyers. Flyers, loud flyers, OG pin the gangster player, hardcore motherfucker. Black diamonds on a nigga wrist. Is it vanity or just a sign of excellence? Square footed six rooms up in my residence. Blowing money up in Nemus, guess that's the chance. We holy shoes to be self-evident. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, the Steven Spielberg trying to get Netflix and other streaming services from being considered for uh, awards is also right. kind of ridiculous. Wait, what? So Netflix has been winning. Yes, a um, lot. Because their they team, do their team, their team stays winning. They, yes. they do great and, things. And Steven Spielberg after the last Oscars, because Netflix, some Netflix movies um, definitely won some stuff. Like Roma was mm-hmm. one that won like yeah. a ton. Oh, yeah. they, they lit it up a like couple they've, times. Yeah. They've, been, they've been winning. And Steven Spielberg is upset because he feels like that takes away from the traditionalist. At, basically, it make America great men. again. It takes away from white men winning things. <laughs> well, I think, I think his, argu- his argument is the movies were not made for the screen. They're mm-hmm. not being shown in theaters. Mm-hmm. So why? Sh- so they should be, if it's a TV thing, then it should be Emmys. Emmy. It should not be Oscars. Thank uh, you for or, that white translation. I'm just <laughs> so, I'm simply playing devil's right. advocate. So, I'm not... So you I don't have a that, I don't have a dog in this fight. Sense. I don't have you, a dog in the you fight. You can't drink at this well kept fountain. You yeah. have to drink at the other one over right. there that that's worse kept. Like right. what? The Separate fuck? but equal. Like no, thank you. <laughs> like that's you have to adapt. I I feel like everyone is in this thing where they're like, oh, you know, we're gonna keep doing these nominations through traditional movie theaters and this way and that way. And it's like you know, I haven't been to a movie theater since fucking Black Panther. It's 2019. Like. I rather well, stay at I can home. I can confidently say that at least two people on this panel have been <laughs> in the theater probably within the last twenty four hours, <laughs> and we've also watched things on Netflix. Like right, right, people who watch movies or go to theaters to watch movies are going to watch movies regardless. I don't yes. really see. It's a movie. I mean, I get, I get right, the. It's I, a movie. It's I get not a TV show. I get his. I get his. Frankly, old white perspective on things. Yes. Sure, but at the same time, like. That's not the way the world well, is. Well, it's not anymore. even a white perspective to... in the sense that, dude, there are people with theaters. Like, it's one thing in the eighties when the, you're the the largest screen you could get was a projection fifty inch projection screen TV. People have theater like experiences in their homes now. Go to Montego's. You don't room. need to go to a theater. <laughs> like you can, there's a, you can have there, a 70 it's inch flat there. screen right. with fucking surround sound and the chair and the whole nine in your house. So that, right. Like I'm trying. And, and I mean, I feel like in, in costing for inflation and the, the skyrocketing prices of tickets, it's not really like they're losing much in the sense of, no what they're doing i mean like they're still no making... one can lose in movies well, like for, no for example one like can Cap- lose. like captain marvel was heavily was heavily boycotted mm-hmm. by a certain group of people because Who is this group? i don't know if it was heavily boycotted Who it is was group? someone Who is tried to boycott i, I think I, I do i do think that it was heavily boycotted as far as movies being boycotted goes because i don't really think that people really boycott movies if they're interesting or they want to see them but i do think that there is a a, a pretty large group of people that didn't see it. It doesn't matter because the movie still made 
like it was it debuted at number one. Right? Yeah, like it was yeah. budget. It was budgeted. It was, awesome. it was budgeted for production at like one fifty million. It right. made like one hundred fifty two million its opening weekend, and that was just domestically. Overseas, it made like three hundred. You can make so, your budget back over the first weekend. You're doing pretty well, and this yeah. goes for a record, an album. This goes for then you're doing fine. Yeah, and currently the movie's got seven hundred seventy million globally. <laughs> so. It's on tra- it's on tra- uh, it's on pace. Excuse me to break a billion. I remember when Marvel stock was a penny stock. Huh. <clears throat> God, so back in my day, while we're talking no. movies and money, <laughs> yes, Samuel L. Jackson is the highest paid grossing actor in Hollywood at five point one four billion dollars. You know what? The, clarif- mean, that's the his- clarification for that is it: the movies that he's been in have grossed. Okay, that was my question. So the movies he's been in. But he's but think been about in everything. He, that's, he's and been that's in, what makes him worth the $5 billion. He's been in 77 movies, and it didn't include Jurassic Park, wow. the Marvel movies. Why didn't it include those? Yeah. I, I don't. I don't know. No, I'm sorry. We're like, <laughs> yeah. Sure. He's only been in 77 movies. Well, because he's been in more than that. Well, because because if they weren't including, if they were including those movies, the total would be right, higher would than five point four billion. Yeah, right. Yeah. Because those well, movies Jurassic Park would have easily pushed him. Those, into but, like the but no, 10 that movie billion. Pulp Fiction. Because there's like another, yeah, there's like Pulp another Fiction. five to six billion just in the movies that they didn't mention. Like if you count all of the Avengers movies and what those movies have made, <laughs> plus the plus Jurassic Park, like. That's, I mean, yeah. Black Snake Moan. Uh, I just think it's awesome that she's got it. Not she's got it. <laughs> well, <I>, Samuel <laughs> motherfucking. Did it include the? Um, did what's it include, in your wallet? I inclu- can tell you what's in mine. <laughs> Money. <laughs> did it include Mace Windu? Like his? <laughs> oh, oh, the Star Wars movies were not included. Either. Wow. So then let's, yeah. Oh my god. Wow. But the fact that he was number why one. Why weren't they included? Math. I, I want the bigger number. Math. I don't know what that I number is. I don't know why, but he. He's number one. That's amazing. And basically has told people that, you know, <laughs> in Samuel, in the only way Samuel L. Jackson could tell people, like, <laughs> I don't give a fuck if you don't get, see any more of my movies. Fuck I've already you. cashed those checks. <laughs> right. <laughs> Isn't that like a nice, just bitchy way to go through life? Like, it, fuck he was you. In Samuel First L. Jackson all, life. He yeah. was the owner of the arcade in Juice. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to remember, that I didn't know if it was Boys in the Hood. Like, can't pour syrup on shit and call pancakes. I've never seen you, so I don't know. What you're oh, about. urban, so urban, urban experience. Urban. Urban it's okay. Have Nin- you seen Crooklyn at least? 90s urban. Yes. Okay, so I have. I saw the little Saved dog yourself. pop out of the couch. It's my favorite Wait, part. Hold up. It's my favorite why is, part. Why is Crooklyn the thing that absolves her of not having seen Juice? Like, out of all the movies. Of all the well, movies. Well, you haven't seen Juice, but have you seen Crooklyn? Oh, yes, I've seen Crooklyn. Okay, well, then that's okay. fine. Okay. That's You're my, okay. That's my line. Are kind of that's my totally personal line. I would not personal. They're totally different. You could have said whatever you wanted down there, Mr. Cedro. You could have said, have you seen right. the like, red violin? She could have not seen anything. Yeah. Anything. And it's like, well, have you seen the color purple? Okay. Well, then that's <laughs> That's it. all I needed. That's all I needed because I didn't okay. want to chastise her twice. All right, you're black. You're black. Okay. <laughs> Do the right thing? Right. Okay. okay. <laughs> Never seen it. Sorry. Girl, wait, what? We went to see a movie this Did weekend. you see Black Panther? She I was, was with you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then that saves you. <laughs> we went to see a movie this weekend called Captive State. What? It was called Captive State. 
it a porn? No, it's, <laughs> it's, a, movie. it's a movie. I would never go to the theater to see a porn. Right? How to, dare you? How dare go to Pornhub. <laughs> I would just make. I mean, <laughs> you don't have to finish that sentence. Three days later, we haven't spoken about it at all. <laughs> Wait, so what? I'm not really sure what, did what you that know? means. Really. It was called Captive Scene. So you saw a movie, left the theater, did not share one comment with one another about No, movie, no, we really did. very odd because there's no, always a comment. I, I would assume so. Neither yeah. one of us said anything on the way out. Actually, in fact, I, I ordered food from Lido's on the way out of the movie theater so that it would be ready by the time we got there. That's so bad. But we didn't talk like <laughs> n- there was n- no mention of it at all. Okay, so... <laughs> I was doing. I do a lot of processing. <clears throat> Are you still processing it? Um, no, I've actually processed okay. that movie. But if we don't like, if we don't talk to each other about how we feel about the movie within like the first hour after seeing it, like it's pretty much a wrap. Like even if I come to a conclusion later, it doesn't really matter. Like at that point, it doesn't matter. That's a good rule. I thought that the movie. It's not even a rule. It's just so. It's just kind of what happens. It's what happens is how he operates. It's like if if one of us doesn't go like, that was really good the way that they did X or <laughs> blank did a really nice like if that doesn't come out from one of us within the first hour hour and a half two hours at the most like we just yeah it just doesn't get to that point. But I will say that I actually thought I thought the movie was. I thought the movie was good. It just had a very different feel than what we're used to from traditional sci-fi movies. Like it was more in the vein of like a District Nine, which if anybody's ever seen. Which was was the premise of this movie? The premise of I feel like I've seen the stuff for this. The premise of the movie is that there's an alien, there's an alien extraterrestrial force that has come to Earth and basically taken over. John Goodman's in this. Yeah, John Goodman's in it, and he plays a villain. I and I bad guy. I feel terrible for not knowing this guy's name, but. The guy who played in the movie Moonlight, he played the teenage version of Chiron, like the main character. I don't know his name. <clears throat> that actor was that's the, who that was. Yeah, um, he was the main. He was the main character. I didn't like Moonlight either. So, and so the premise was that there was an alien force that came and took over, and the whole movie is kind of this dark um, rebellion, like under underground rebellion trying to take root hmm. movie with like a an alien oppressor and so the movie is a lot it's just a lot different like you don't right. get a ton of action you don't necessarily get a ton of like special effects but when they come their quality like they fit in everything's it's Twice. just it's just a it's just a it's just a very different kind is it politi- of appra- is there a political allegory to it um, Do you feel like it has? Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, absolutely. Of course, I, def- yeah. of cor- I think absolutely that it has that. Um, I think that it kind of has more of the feel of like um, a Marvel Netflix series where it's like really slow and dark the whole time, and nothing really like super happens. But when it happens, it's meaningful to the story. So it's kind of you have to be in that mindset of like I'm going to the movies right. to watch a drama for right. two hours. Okay, so <laughs> getting in that mindset, watching the preview, I mean. I wanted aliens. Right. <laughs> right. I got 15 minutes, if even that, of aliens. And it was one of those things for me where it, it made me go back to Arrival and how much I 
oh god disliked that movie as well because again based off of the previews i was sold that there would be aliens in this movie and there uh, weren't i was promised aliens the, right there, i was told right. there would be punching oh, oh. packs excuse so, me we were promised jetpacks <laughs> so it was like a it kind of it kind of came across as like a 2019 version of M Night Shyamalan signs. Oh no! We're like, no. we're like the no. movie. Like I, I thought no. that sign. I thought that signs was a good movie. No, but the whole movie, you have this kind of like feeling this uh, this apprehension that like aliens are around, but right, you never right, really right. see but it until, see the until the very end, end. Right. or okay. in that one like news clip where they were in like right, South America right. and, the and alien like walks across. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this kind of had that where it's like you hear about the aliens having control and yeah. owning these uh like what are, the closed zone areas within like the cities that they yeah. occupy or this whatnot very district nine. but you never really see them except for maybe like four times district nine was okay and i if you show me explosions running <laughs> and screaming <laughs> in the preview yeah I would like to see that oh, in no, the movie. No, it was that's in the not movie. What happened? Oh, see, was was John? It's just there wasn't much more than John Goodman's performance. Good. When I look at John Goodman now, I think of racist, and I don't know why, because it's John Goodman. Uh, yeah, but he, mm. he we just watched us binge watched a series with him in it. Uh, he just came off as a racist to me in the movie. Not, I, I just don't know. It, it, well, he's playing a character, so I, why would? But he, it wasn't necessarily. Well, meant that to be really was his character is not supposed to be racist. <laughs> he just in this came movie. off as racist to me. Like I could see, <laughs> I could see a 1940s courtroom with John Goodman sitting in the seat with the gavel, wearing the black robe, and but he came it, off as racist <laughs> in a movie. Is it just? So is it, is is it, it the, that? Is it the yo-yoing weight loss thing? Because sometimes. <laughs> Because sometimes for me it's like when he's when he's plump everywhere, no. especially facially. Like is he, he comes across movie? as a little bit more jolly. The, is he skinnier in the movie? Um, he's not skinnier specifically, but you can tell that in his face, whatever weight that he had he there has lost. Now. Like it, it's kind of well, sad. Okay, so what do we watch? We watch Black Earth Rising. Black with Earth Michaela Rising. With Michaela Coel, and it was about the um the uh, Rwandan. Genocide. The Netflix movie. Yes. Yeah. Right, the Netflix right. series. Yeah, series, series. And he's very good in that. He's I thought really it, yeah, he's really good in it. Because I, I had like kind of that same thing where it's like, is John Goodman saying nigger? Oh yeah, like he's a he's, <laughs> he's a he's a good he's a he's a very good actor. Yeah, yeah I've always actor. thought that he's really good. His look changes so much because he's always kind of going through this like, am I gonna be big or am I going to be like in this? <laughs> well, when he was doing when he was doing the when he was doing the promotional tour for Black was yeah, Black, Black Earth Black Earth, Black Earth Rising, and he he comes out on like on Colbert, and he's like forty pounds lighter than what you're used to seeing. And then you mm-hmm. watch him in Black Earth Rising, and he's John Goodman normal, mm-hmm. John Goodman fat size. And you're like. <laughs> Okay, what are you, so what are you up to yeah. now? Yeah, John Goodman, okay. then Op- then Oprah. Right, like this just... And, like, I don't know what the list, specific, like the whole list is for like people who have like gone through drastic changes in weight constantly, but like John Goodman always looks different to Anna me. Nicole but he Smith, still has that Rihanna. kind of look that you're talking about, Mondo. I like John Goodman. Where, he's a funny guy. Oh, he's, he's been around he's for great. a very long time. Love Chloe him on Roseanne. Um, yeah. I just... I just didn't Janet like Jackson. this movie. And that's just uh, what it boils down to. This movie. <laughs> so, to sum up, <laughs> Cedro 
a half if, of Montego. If you liked Arrival, <laughs> you probably would like Captive State. If you didn't like Arrival or was like, what? Then you might like you you might have some reservations about it. It's a different it's a different kind of sci fi movie that's a lot slower in pace. So it it was like, bait and switch. They they baited me with the with the preview, and I was you like, oh, aliens. I I was I I was <laughs> promised aliens, damn it, and I was looking forward to it, and what and I didn't I. They gave it, but they didn't. It didn't go the way that it should have gone. But the preview didn't even give that it was going to be a lot of action. One. (laughs) Two, the second part of that is the preview didn't even... None of the previews even showed you really what the aliens even looked like. So, like, And neither did the movie. Like, the movie's going (laughs) to... That's uh, um. So that's what he got out of it. That's what he got out of the preview. I got explosions and that there were alien oppressors. And based off of my sci-fi experience, when I hear of alien oppressors and invasions, there's fucking aliens and explosions. I didn't get any of that. Had I been told, had it had it more gone that this was going to be more of a thriller, I would have set my mind for that. But I was going for explosions and. Is this bait and switch didn't. similar to the young lady who tried to sleep with you in college? <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to episode 37 Seven. of Nerds and looks at her book. <laughs> We're, hold on, I'm going to do what she just did. You're listening to episode 37. <laughs> I have to keep an accurate record. No. I wouldn't classify that as a bait and switch. (laughs) (laughs) Because I didn't go over there thinking that... No, no. (laughs) You went over there for explosions and you got... I went to study. I went for homework purposes. She right. went for explosions. Right. She, she went deci- for explosions. And she decided, she decided that she wanted something else. What was the movie oh, that we watched gosh. on, I want to say it was Amazon Prime. It was like the girl with all the gifts or the girl. The girl with, with the gifts. Some, is that you, the name of it? The, the name girl with the gifts? Or did you just throw that out no, there because he said the, girl and gifts? I've heard no, it's the girl, girl with, with the gifts, gifts or something like that. Yeah. I've heard that, that title before. That was like, to me, that was an actual bait and switch. <laughs> I think, I think Captive State advertised what it was. And because of the genre of it and the premise behind it, you might have assumed that it would be more. <laughs> you assume too which, much, which, Montego. I mean, which is fine because that's what a preview is supposed to do. Right. It's supposed, supposed to make to get you. It's supposed to get you in the theater. It's supposed, supposed to get to you there. So, right. like, whatever you think that makes you pay money or like put forth effort to go see it, like, I think that matters. But I think that that movie was a lot more of a bait and switch because that preview was like nothing but intense drama and like thriller suspense, and then all of a sudden, like, the movie wasn't really that. Or that other one, I can't, gosh, I'm so, I'm, I'm blanking on the title right now, but there was one that we saw that was like a (laughs) post-apocalyptic zombie thing that had a, um, interracial mother and father and like son and they, and they were living in like an enclosure by themselves. And I think they invited someone in and it, and that one ended up. Montego's like, like, I wonder how much of the movie because he's gonna explain. So, so, so the reason, so the reason why is because, like, you Montego, know how many movies that we've watched? That oh, I can't, no, even imagine. I can't even hold imagine. on. But not just that, but everything that he's describing, how many times that that's happened in 
some form or fashion in some movie. An I'm, interracial couple in a post-apocalyptic <laughs> world living in an enclosure by themselves with their one child, which is a I son. I think that narrows that it down it, a like, little that's, bit. That's pretty specific. <laughs> it narrows it down but, a little bit. But I get it. I get it. The premise is very similar to like certain, like just, just post-apocalyptic. I wish like, the apocalypse would happen so we can actually find out what the fuck does happen right, yeah, after exactly. the apocalypse all this post-apocalyptic dystopian society shit. Uh, again, you're listening to Nerds and Luxury, welcome. <laughs> Episode 37. <laughs> Veronica Z, Montego Moreno, Sosa Vinal, Cedro, and the resident white guy, yours truly, Mr. Wise. We'll be right back. You are listening to Nerds in Luxury, recorded at Depth Charge Studios in Alexandria, Virginia. You can reach us at www.nerdsandluxury.com. Hashtag us LuxNerd on any and all social media. You can find us at Nerds and Luxury on Twitter. And if you have any emails, questions, concern, harassment, or general spam, don't do it. But you can email me at Veronica at NerdsandLuxury.com. I mean, isn't that refreshing? Just, just the the Ooh. intro to the white report is just like. Mm. Hi. Hello. White people. So I have a story, a quick, we'll start this segment with a quick little story from air travel, which we had to do recently due to some personal things that happened in our lives. And I went out to Colorado. My wife was already in Colorado and I flew out to Colorado solo to join her a week later. And so I was on the, uh, the plane and I'm flying, um, frontier airlines, shout out. And on Frontier Airlines, um, like a lot of these new, a lot of airlines now, um, you can't get anything without from them from like the beverage cart without paying for it. Like even water costs money, unless you specifically say you need water, then they will give you water. But they don't. They basically don't. They charge for every single thing. So they're coming through. Typically, I'm on the aisle seat, and they're coming through with the beverage cart. And sitting on the aisle seat, I'm on the left side of the plane, and on the right side of the plane is a a, a white woman, um, probably. <laughs> See, with it's so hard to judge age with white, white women. Yet, well, because like. If she were, you see how well mine is maintained. He's kind of ambiguous. Well, right no, now. because yeah. if she were a black woman, she'd probably be in her fifties, but she's white, so she's probably in her forties. If Ooh, that, if that, shade. and again, for everyone listening who's going to send letters, I'm white. Okay, he can say just, that, I can say that. Uh, like I'm just putting it out there. So heavy set, short, um, wearing like um, business casual attire, and they're coming through with that cart in the middle of the, and they're coming towards us, and so there's the a white woman flight attendant and she's backing up. There's a gentleman flight attendant in front of her and he's pushing and the cart wheel, the wheel for the, the, the beverage cart kind of goes a little bit off to the right and hits the seat post and an entire kettle of cold water 
bounces up in the air and lands on this woman's lap. Ooh. <laughs> now, <laughs> what race was the flight attendant? Everyone involved in this story is white. Okay. So let's just put that. So there. this is a real white report. This is a, right. Everyone involved in the story, including me, is are white. So, so she loses it with just cause. She's like. What the f- you know, she's like, what the fuck? And, and, and oh my god, I'm fucking soaked. What the hell is wrong with you? She's just go and, and so I DC. And I don't blame her. She's like, I'm going to Col- we're flying to Colorado. I gotta get out in 20 degree weather, and I'm gonna be fucking soaked. And the lady who guided the misguided the cart, she's like I am so sorry. And she's like, well, sorry is nice and all, but I'm fucking drunk. <laughs> so the whole time, I pull out my phone, and I'm just writing all of the stuff down verbatim. I didn't even buy I should have just recorded it, but I was just writing it down verbatim, just kind of like smirking to myself, <laughs> writing it down. Everything she did, I think, was a normal response um, until... Until this, she managed to maintain her rage. This was the part that was uniquely like white woman to me, was her ability to maintain her rage through it all. So she's still hammering this lady. Like it's been like a good two minutes now. And she's just, just hammering both of the flight attendants. So the gentleman flight attendant, attendant who I, uh, I'm, I, I think I can correctly assume was a gay gentleman because he, <laughs> <laughs> played the part. Super he the part. Yeah, he was, <laughs> he was like he was like he was like ma'am, ma'am, I'm so sorry. Would you like a glass of wine? Uh, oh, there you go. And she goes, "Yes." <laughs> Amen, sister. And he says, "White or red?" And she's, "What kind of white?" <laughs> oh, did she say it in that? Yeah, no, in this, that's what I'm saying. The ma- the maintaining of the rage, right? Even as as she's getting a peace offering, as she's getting a peace offering, uh, or he says white or red, and she's like, "What kind of white?" Chardonnay. I'll take red. <laughs> <laughs> So she gets a, her complimentary glass of wine. Oh, oh my god! And settles down. And sure enough, she's dry by the time we land. Of course, right? That fucking airplane is right because it's dry as hell. There's no, there's no humidity. How long, yeah. was, how long was the flying. flight? Three I mean, hours. it's a three and a half hours. hours. So she was wet for about. Three she hours. was wet that, for about forty five minutes. Well, no, be no, told. because that was the first trip out, and they come out like an like forty five minutes in. So like she was, it was early in the flight. Like it was that first. It is run. so dry on an airplane that again, I didn't get over my sinus infection until after being here b- about a week and letting <clears> the humidity <throat> hit my nostrils. Well, shit! The minute she so... stepped off the plane in Colorado, she's been fucking dry. Right, you right. step out of the shower in Y'all, Colorado, you're fucking dry. Y'all, in a minute. I was so ashy the whole time I was there. <laughs> I was so. So ashy. you're out there. Like I, I went. I bought an entire entire big bottle of Nivea because I was like, we're just gonna go through this. Yep. In a week, like I'm just coding it, and 
Just dry. Just dry. Get like you said, getting out of the shower. Getting out of the shower, you, you can are feel dry. it being sucked <laughs> out of your skin. You are elevation. dry. You don't yeah. need elevation. Out. Elevation is real. My mom's teaching us tricks. She has like plants in her shower downstairs, and she's like, "So what you got to do is turn the water on super hot, get it really steamy in here." She's like, basically, right. you're create making, a oh, create a humidifier, okay. and she's like, basically, you're creating a humidifier. And I think that's why everyone continued to shower was like to get out of her shower upstairs. <laughs> she was like, "You would be better off downstairs, where it's like you can get." Some humidity, mm-hmm. but it's so dry. This out is there. why you learn about osmosis in school, right? Yes, right. This like, is... I never got osmosis either. I'm so sorry. Uh, it's fine. You're pregnant. well. So okay. let's. So <laughs> I wanted to use that as a segue. Oh, Jesus. oh wow! Into Woo. into the story. I'm sure we've all heard um, that happened recently of the lady who decided she wanted to take a selfie with a jaguar at the Arizona Zoo, <laughs> and was mauled appropriately, <laughs> appropriately. <laughs> by the jaguar. Mauled is strong. Let's Maul- use detained. She, yeah. <laughs> she was detained. She was detained. She got opened up. She, she was being stuff. played with. She she was <laughs> the animal was playing yeah. with her. She, it was a right. cat. It was it was playing with her. Right. It thought Probably. it thought they, she was trying to play. So mm-hmm. that's what that was. And she was playing. And um so now, to her credit, she apologized. To who? To, to who? the jet. And for what? Well, <laughs> I was like, well, to the zoo. Okay. To she uh, to humanity for her stupidity. Well, she she She's was trying to get she, off that dark. To intelligence for yeah, her to stupidity. To intelligence and like so like you know she could have been litigious about it and she wasn't she she took the responsibility. She took the L as and, we say yeah, and hood. said I fucked up. <laughs> she wants a book deal. She was tried this, to come out. Later, lifetime is after. Was her this ass. before or after she said they were going to sue? Not without myself. Because. <laughs> Because this because the safety enclosure wasn't large enough, but it states do not it climb do or not cross climb. over. It was probably it was probably after that. Because when I when I started looking into it, it was several days after and like the only story about the actual woman was her being apologetic and right. like coming out publicly. Okay, and so I saw the video of her. Who did she apologize to? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the, the unnamed Jack. <laughs> so the reason, I mean, the reason, the reason optically that she would apologize is just specifically so that the blame isn't on the animal or the right. zoo. Because Harambe. So Harambe, rest in peace, was euthanized just because a kid decided to jump into his fucking game. Yeah. How many years ago was that? Oh God, this had to have been like three years ago. I, no, it's longer than no. that. No, really? Because <laughs> it was before yeah. that person was elected, or right after. Yeah. It was close to that time. Yeah. Oh, so Obama, Obama was in was... office when Harambe. Yeah. Yeah. No, that that person is that person. Who's there now. <laughs> oh. Obama is Obama. So, so one of the things that got me th- that got me into a rabbit hole or an inter- a YouTube rabbit hole uh, that Montego off- Montego I didn't see you in there you must not have been in my rabbit hole I wasn't in that Sosa one. was there though but uh, <laughs> right Sosa but uh, I went down a YouTube rabbit hole because I started getting curious because I remembered seeing um, a, a story a, a not too long ago that was that was saying that selfie related deaths are on the rise so I went <laughs> Got down this rabbit hole, and sure enough, on Wikipedia, 
List of selfie-related injuries and deaths in chronological order. Oh, goodness. Is it only just that page? Oh, oh my God. Now, oh, are, so, all far, of that? so far, oh, there God. are 259 documented deaths in the last six years alone of people dying while taking a selfie. I have compiled my greatest hits <laughs> and oh. I'd like to read some, some of the stories. Now, I feel like I need some background music for this. Um, yeah. Let's... Yeah, I like that. <laughs> He's got his papers. <clears throat> the papers are back! <laughs> so, we have in the United States... Three teenagers, two sisters and a friend, were killed by a train while posing for a selfie, which is just visible in the final picture they posted (laughs) to Facebook, along with the caption, standing right by a train. Aha. This is awesome. Oh, no. That is a, there are a lot of trains. um, So that's probably one of my favorite train ones. Um, Here's March 2014. A 21-year-old man was electrocuted. This is in Spain. Electrocuted after climbing on top of a train to take a selfie with friends and touching a wire that, contrary to the assumptions of the group, turned out to be live. One of the friends was hospitalized in serious condition as well. In April 2014 in the United States, a 32-year-old woman from North Carolina was driving when her vehicle veered across the center median, colliding with a recycling truck, left the road, hit a tree, and burst into flames. Moments after posting selfies online when she heard Pharrell Williams' song, Happy, (laughs) the truck driver was unharmed. I got a smoke to that one. August 2014, the Philippines. A 15-year-old boy in the Philippines was critically wounded after accidentally shooting himself while taking a selfie in which his other hand was holding a gun to his chin. Oh. That's a recurring one Uh, in here as well. Um, What's wrong with people? The internet. A Polish couple fell to their death off a cliff in Portugal after crossing a safety barrier to take a selfie with their children. Their two children who were present at the scene survived. In fact, in fact, <laughs> this photograph exists. I found it. It's on YouTube. A video of it. Of them falling to their no, death? No, it's the photo that the kid took of the two of them. He is holding his wife whilst standing on the very edge of the cliff, his toes gripping the side of the cliff and holding her off the side of the cliff. And she's like, hey, everybody, with a big, like, Look at me. And you can tell that he's about to lose it, and they both went over. That happened to us. He did on purpose. August 2014, the United States. A 36-year-old man of Niagara, North Dakota, struck and killed a 54-year-old woman of Portland, North Dakota, while driving. She was riding a bicycle, and he was distracted, and he took a selfie, striking her from behind with the vehicle. And there's only two people in North Dakota. Right. In Russia in 2015, two young men died in the Ural Mountains after they pulled the pin from a live hand grenade to take a selfie. The phone with the picture remained as evidence of the circumstance of their deaths. Oh, my goodness. In April 2015 in Serbia, a 22-year-old man was trying to recreate a scene from his favorite movie, Barking at the Stars, by running in front of a train, beating it, and being hailed as a hero. 
As he ran in front of the train, he tried to take a selfie to document the scene. He was killed instantly when the express train hit him at full speed in the village of Lacerac near the southern Serbian town of something. I don't Uh, know. Some (laughs) weird Serbian. (laughs) Warton, Chechnya. In Warton. How many fucking pages is this? Are you reading all of I'm not reading. This is the greatest (laughs) hits. In Spain, August 2015, a man was gored to death in the annual bull running festival in the town of Velasca de de la Sagra while trying to take a selfie with a bull. The animal ones are funny. They're coming. A 68-year-old Belgian woman was was visiting the El Tacio Geyser located within the Andes Mountains of northern Mm. Chile while attempting to take a selfie in front of an active geyser. Mm. She stepped backwards and Mm. fell into the scalding hot water. Her husband pulled her out, but she died in the hospital later from burns over 85% of her body. China, May 2016. (laughs) A Chinese businessman at a local wildlife park in the city of Rongcheng Shandong Province <laughs> was in Rongdang Shandong Province was drowned by a walrus after what taking several fuck? selfies and videos with the animal. A zookeeper was also drowned in the same incident after attempting to save the man. Wow. A walrus? Walruses, walruses are, 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 are ornery animals. Yeah, they don't I don't even know shit. why people I even want to. I was killed in a drastic walrus attack. I'm <laughs> surprised I didn't crazy. say San Diego. Because two, like right, right. two innocent beach. people were drowned well, by a that's what's, <laughs> Well, That's what's crazy by a lot. Like, So there's a lot of falls and a lot of drownings. And oh so many of the, the drownings, it's... When when they say the body count goes up because it'll it's one person who died, but like three people tried to jump in and rescue him, and they got swept away down the river too. And it's like, and they count those as selfie related. If deaths. your friends jump over a bridge and into running water, would you also drown? Yes, yes. So stay your ass on the side. But only if they weren't taking a selfie, right? <laughs> like if you're taking a selfie, I'm not you've kind of yeah, trying. You've kind of, yeah, to, no. you're not we're not going. I'm not going out like that. I'm not standing on a ledge. <laughs> well, okay, to take a picture. A, a 28 year old. This one's in <laughs> Peru. A 28 year old South Korean tourist plunged 1,600 feet off a cliff at Gakta Waterfall in the Amazon's region of Peru. He was attempting to take a picture of himself. Divers and mountain rescue teams were brought in to recover the body, submerged more than 20 feet underwater Damn. at the base of the waterfall. Damn. Oh. I thought maybe he was eaten by alligators so or he crocodiles must, or whatever He must have landed horribly. That wow. is, yeah, if he's that deep. A 20-year-old in India, college student, drowned at Bandstand Promenade in Bandra, Mumbai. She is believed to have been swept away in the high tide. According to the woman's friends, they were taking selfies, standing on the rock close to the India Bandra Worley Sea Link. The girls were standing 50 meters away from the shore when the water suddenly rose. They did not notice the water rising behind them and remained on the rock taking pictures. One of the girls was pulled into the water due to high tide. A man also drowned going after the girl to rescue her. Mm. Oh, wait a minute. Did you read all 207? I went through them. I perused them. Oh, this is a guy fall, a guy falling off a cliff in the um, um, in Machu Picchu because he tried to jump up in the air and do the to create himself looking like he's flying, and he didn't land where he thought he was going to oh. land. <clears throat> Hold on, there's a couple really good ones here. 
<laughs> oh, four women were taking selfies on a rock in a river in New Zealand, ignoring a warning siren signaling that the dam that they were in front of was about to open. One of the women, a 21-year-old university student, was swept to her death by the dam surge into the turbines. The dam Ooh, surge. not the turbines. So, yes, as you know, dams are for hydroelectric power. Yeah. <laughs> not a way you want to go. Evisceration. Yes. Pedro, that, that face you gave me was just like, that bitch is dead. Dead. <laughs> There's no recovery. She dead. dead. She okay, so, human Human body with a high-powered fan. <laughs> right. It's never a good no. combination. No. It's like the troll at the end of Cat's Eye. So I'm down Ooh. to my last few. <laughs> I know that. This reference. is why the white report is very rare because you get like research. <laughs> well, what's done. amazing about this is that, again, like these are people from all over the world. This is not just white stupidity. This is stupidity from. But this America. is your report but that it you did research report. on that you printed out several I pages. I thought of. that you'd be interested in wanting to <laughs> Wait, comment Wait, is that a on mark on the one that you're going to read? The all of them are marked. You have to mark them. You have to mark There's them. like 259 of them. 259 You are just, such a good student, right? aren't you? He is like the professor well, of nerds. to be fair, he did say rabbit like hole. He's like Howard on the Cosby Thank show who you. read a book so and then there was a footnote he, he that he read the book in the footnote. <laughs> he did say rabbit hole. March 2017. <laughs> in Mexico. In the city of Chinipas de Almada. Two girls, aged 17 and 18, went to see a horse race at a track next to an airport runway. Mm. Hold on, wait, wait. A racetrack next to an a airport. A horse race? Track next to an airport runway. That doesn't so it's even like a sound horse race. Like but wait, wait, that's Mexico, though. That's no, 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 no. But isn't that like if, 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 if Denver, Inter- if Denver International had a racetrack next to it? <laughs> right, right. Okay, yeah. okay, so, okay. okay. <laughs> next to an airport runway. Okay. They decided to get on top of their pickup truck mm. roof and started taking selfies as a plane was landing behind oh. them. The plane's wing fatally injured. <laughs> they were decapitated. They <laughs> they would later win a Darwin Award, which oh. for those of you who don't know what the Darwin Award. <laughs> wow, that was great, ah, Dick. That's wonderful. That's a wonderful death. Yeah. <laughs> if you got a Darwin Award, a Dar- Darwin Awards are given out, but I don't know who gives these out. But they've been, I've been, they've been around for a long. Since time. we started dating, we started. But basically, them. the every year they put a list together of the people who've accidentally died and off the or somehow of like the stupidest ways. <clears throat> All right. India, April 2017. Police said Taraknath Mackay was traveling by train with four friends, all aged between 25 and 30 years, when he reportedly leaned out of the door to take a selfie. However, he lost his footing and fell off the train. Mackay's companions jumped out to save him, but ended up getting mowed down by an (laughs) oncoming train coming in the opposite direction. While the four friends, and it names them all, lost their lives, Mackay is, was, is fighting for his life in the hospital. The incident occurred sometimes. Yeah, he's still alive. So the guy who originally fell is still alive. Damn. The guys who went after him, they got him. Hmm. I'm not jumping out no train. For, all, wait, so. all of this, just a reminder, all of this was to take a selfie. Yes. Yep. All of this to take a picture of yourself. For yourself. For yourself. Well, maybe not. Maybe for your social media followers. It's for yourself. A Scottish man was knocked down and killed after trying to take a selfie on the German Autobahn. 
Why? How? He was with two friends when he was hit by a car on the A24 Autobahn Clearly. near Hamburg. <laughs> Witnesses reported seeing the three men taking cell phone pictures of themselves. Dumbass. How, wait a minute. <laughs> How do you get out on the Autobahn and think you this stop is a the car place. and then you're like, fuck it, I'm here. Let's but aren't do they this already shit. going like yes. like 100 yes. miles per hour? Like, there's yeah, no, like there's no speed, speed limit. limit. Uh. Yep. So here's my one of my favorites. It's the last one. (laughs) March 2018. Five passengers aboard a sightseeing helicopter drowned Mm -hmm. after it crashed when a passenger allegedly tried to take a shoe selfie, leading to the passenger's safety tether getting caught in the emergency fuel shutoff lever, (laughs) which sent the helicopter into the water. A shoe selfie is when a person's shoes can be seen while looking out of the open door of a helicopter. I learned something. Did you? Wait a minute. <laughs> I learned that your shirt is very correct. Go back. Yes. We've messed up, We've messed up everything. <laughs> Wait a minute. <sighs> <sighs> and there you have it. Those were my favorites. Um, for those who want to look up more of them, there are uh, there's a complete list on Wikipedia, and um, also there are actually some compilation videos on YouTube of the pictures that were taken by some of these people that were led to their death. If you're more of a macabre, huh. if you're more into that thing, there was a really cool one, yeah. and I don't know how I can even honestly say that it was cool, but <laughs> um. There was a cool, compelling. What, compelling call, what do you call it? A death selfie? Uh, like yeah. A final a selfie. Fin- a final selfie. A deathy. A deathy. <laughs> I, I like that. Trademark. Use that. So there was a deathy of a of a camper. He was a. Uh, I believe he was a wildlife photographer, but he was in he was in the woods. I want to say in Canada, and the last picture that was on his camera was of a grizzly bear looking into his tent <laughs> before yeah. it mauled him to death. Oh, what? Yeah. yeah. I mean, there were, and it's like, yeah. oh, like there some are, of these pictures yeah. are like, some of these pictures are real. There are like, a bunch in here. There were a bunch that I didn't read of people like getting out of their car and taking pictures with a herd of elephants and the elephants <laughs> just turning and attacking them and just stampeding <laughs> them to death. Like, fuck, like shit like that. Like dumb shit. Like, why did you get out of your fucking car, dude? Like, because people are stupid. Because people are stupid. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. And we're all going to die. But when you do, try not to die stupidly. Do do people think that all animals are like dogs? Yes. Like when they yeah, fundamentally they see an animal, <laughs> yes. they yes. just immediately yeah. think dog. But yes. that, no, yes. well, that's to your point in our conversation earlier about the evolution of cuteness, of, of mm. perceived cuteness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We see those traits in our pets, and then when we see them in animals that may not be as friendly to us, we mistakenly well, those of us who are not stupid. <laughs> Or those of us who are stupid, mistakenly assign the or the attributes of our of Fido and Chewy to no to <laughs> the elephant because look at the baby elephant it's so cute forgetting that the baby elephant weighs as much as a car. <laughs> and after, after falling down that YouTube hole where it was <laughs> not even when animals attack, but just. People who owned exotic animals yes. and the animals killed them. Yeah. 
I, I blame Disney for all of this because <laughs> Disney has personified yeah, they're, animals they're to have to feelings yes. of a certain right. type and to relate to each other like humans yeah. do, like the Lion King. Everyone loves the Lion King, but smart people know it's a fucking lion. As it's cute not as going are, to do anything but harm you at a, at a certain watching age. Watching that and seeing, I do, I do see certain characteristics from Oh House Cat. But, but I know the no fucking damn difference, and, and you I'm not with willing. A I'm not. Up too. I'm not willing to lay down with a lion. No, right? <laughs> because like we, like I said, you're not stupid. I mean, I know. I'm right. but, just. But the issue isn't a person's intelligence as it pertains to something that is documented it as a lethal killer. Some of these things definitely come from things that people don't necessarily think is a killer, like hippos. Right. Why you wouldn't think like, hippos are some, venomous, bloodthirsty, like, yeah. horrible things? Like as violent as violent and as dangerous as a lion is, hippos kill more people than lions. Lions don't even like giraffes will fuck a lion. Yeah. Up. Right, right. So it's not just it's not just the things I blame that we National can Geographic. Obviously, see are it's like predatory killers. Animal. It's like all of them have dangers a deer will fuck your ass up a yes, deer all you have to, i'm not all, i'm all not going to, do, to pet a deer either right. i'm going <laughs> that's to what i'm going saying. right like, yeah all you have to do is see a video of a giraffe mauling a lioness mm-hmm. and like you'll understand that we don't need to be out here taking selfies right. around no. elephants and hippos mm-hmm. and giraffes we don't and, need to own these animals <laughs> see, fuck take a selfie and, 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 but, owning them but the thing about the thing about selfies as opposed to just taking nat- being a nature photographer and taking pictures of the animals themselves in their natural environment is that the very nature of a selfie is a distraction because of the way you have to take a selfie. And this is why people die taking selfies. If you're just taking a picture of a train and not trying to be in the picture of the train, you're it's much less of a distracting there's much less but of a distracting element to that. Then my question is it's a train. Have you never seen a train before that you need this selfie? Well then take a picture of, of the, the train. train. This narcissism that I have to be in the picture oh. is where and again, natural selection. Perhaps <laughs> you know Perhaps what I'm saying? We're watching doing nature us. doing its job, doing how it works. This podcast is produced and recorded at Depth Charge Studios in Alexandria, Virginia. If you're a recording artist, musician, or producer in need of affordable, world-class audio production services and an inspiring studio space for your project, Depth Charge Studios is the place to create in the DMV. For more information, visit DepthCharge.com. That's D-E-P-T-H-C-H-A-R-G-E.com. It's now time to play Who Let You Tell? And I mean, I've realized from all the news that I read every morning how racist the world is, especially America. And from that, or and as well as, um, what is it, Varsity Blues? <laughs> the college <laughs> scandal. Ah, don't so want your life. We were, <laughs> in sharing James some Bay of the articles that I often read with with Sosa, we decided we would do Who Let You Speak and 
basically we're going to share quotes and or clips from some of these recent <laughs> newsworthy events and you'll understand why it's who let you speak who let you talk oh i'm sorry who let you talk who let you talk so i suppose that we can begin uh i don't think anyone here is uh unfamiliar with r kelly and his lot in life lately <laughs> his air quotes crisis manager <laughs> Daryl or Darrell Johnson. I don't know. It's spelled D-A-R-R-E-L. Could be Darrell. I don't know. Props for being accurate. Uh, Darrell. We're going to call him Darrell. Darrell Johnson, Johnson on CNN talking to Don Lemon. Why would I hold all these? So is, uh, what do you think of that? Is R. Kelly in control of himself as, a, as this crisis person? What do you think of that moment in the interview? If I was facing seven years in the state penitentiary, I'm not going to say I would act like that. But I mean, how do you act? when you're going to spend the rest of your life in prison. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a, a real moment. Do you think that helped him? Uh, well, you know what? We'll see. At the end of the day, people are going to judge whatever they think anyway. Um, I think the interview uh, needs to happen. I really do believe it. And I think um, there are several things that happened that, have to, that followed after that. So, if you, yes, I think it did help. I think it did help. You. Follow up. Follow up. As a crisis manager, first of all, what is a crisis manager? <laughs> it's definitely it's Olivia Pope, so it's a, a very fixer. it's actually a very um, lucrative business to be in. Um, celebrities and executives and companies themselves, whenever something happens, they either have a crisis manager. You can major in it at co- mm-hmm. in, in certain. Did colleges. he did a major in that shit? He major in that. I doubt this is, it very This is highly. his third cousin. <laughs> right. <Darrell. laughs> on, his, on his mother's right. side. <laughs> he, clearly, he clearly handled a couple of crises within like a gospel Shaquita setting. and Markel at the uh, beauty supply store fighting over <laughs> wig. That's what he handled. Well, that was his oh, crisis. I, I, was think, I was thinking more along the lines of like a couple of church scandals, but sure. <laughs> right. That oh, works and, too. And, right. And Letitia got pregnant and we have to make sure <laughs> by, the, by the pastor. Exactly. <laughs> right. But... She got pregnant by the past, and they right. called cousin Darrell. Darrell to the back, please. Darrell to the back. My cousin Darrell is a crisis manager. The, the, one of the deacons and the pastor were having an affair. What is it require? What is the requirements to be a crisis manager? Oh, daddy's upset. Oh, oh, wait, oh, no. wait. Oh. She's been ejected. Oh my. Maxine the has rage. been ejected. The rage, it, the way he turned. <laughs> so we just had a, we just had a situation in the studio. I need a crisis manager. <laughs> right. Where's Darrell? Maxine, where is Darrell? Manager. Where is Darrell? Mr. Wise just got fed up. Mr. And Olivia Pope. just got fed up with Maxine Waters, and she was trying to reclaim too much time, and he wasn't having no, it. He she was reclaiming your up. time and your time. <laughs> The way you, oh the way, hold on. She the got look, snatched up like a little look, kid in church, the look, noise. The look on your face. I'm sorry. I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. We've tangentially moved off the rage. The, the rage at which, yeah. at which you exerted when you turned your tear around real hard. Did I, did I show you my wallet? Did I show you what she did to my Saint Laurent wallet? Oh, oh. yeah. Oh no! So yeah, when she gets out of pocket, I have no problems putting her in. I her feel place. like the more I feel like the more pressing question would be, why did you spend that much for a wallet? But I understand. 
The answer to that question is we didn't. <laughs> it's just the principle of it. Right. And it was in perfect, pristine condition. Okay, so uh, She's so Cousin Darrell. Cousin Darrell is managing this crisis. Good, lu- good luck, Robert. Robert. <laughs> Robert. 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 Oh. <laughs> Robert. Gail was so just... <laughs> Gail is not the next Oprah. No. No. Who said that? A lot like, of people have been coming I'm out of their mouth. With, I'm just like saying. Oprah was a journalist. People are like, oh, she handled herself. The woman has been in journalism her whole career. Did you see her interview with Stephen Colbert like two days after that interview? Yes, I did. And he All was, black people don't look alike. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Thank yeah, you, yeah, you the, saw Thank that. you to the CN, uh, CNN anchor. Yeah. <laughs> All black people don't look alike. I appreciate you for saying that. Mm. So, <laughs> I think that we can all agree that Cousin Darrell, being Mr. Kelly's crisis manager, is a crisis that needs to be managed in and of itself. And I don't know whose attorney he has representing <laughs> him, because it's not a reputable one who would let him go on television <laughs> and incriminate himself in the way that he did. He got what's his but name from, minute, from Empire. Why did it take so long for Darrell to hustle his ass across the room to sit his client, air quotes, his client, down? He sat there spitting on Gail yeah, for like, a good minute. Like, he was like, wait, let's see how this develops. Let's see what, let's see what happens. <laughs> he's standing Everybody's up. He back. Might, he might hit her. He might not hit her. Let's then see where he's going with this. For me to manage. For my life. Well, I mean, the fact, the <laughs> fact that he was on the, the fact that he was on the recording and the person asked him, like, do you think that basically the way that R. Kelly reacted during the interview <laughs> was good? Him. He was like, well, okay, so no. We'll see. So no. R. My Kelly. crisis manager should never say things like, I don't know, I don't we'll know. see R. Kelly about doing something all that you swinging. let me do. R. Kelly doing all that swinging was like something out of a 90s black movie. Like, oh. It was Ooh, something. It was something out of one of his no, uh, traveling no, clothes. No, boys in the hood. Boys in the yep. hood. When he goes to his girlfriend's house after he's been harassed by the yes. police, he been. He been. Uh, what was his name? Um, um, Trey Styles. Fur- Fur- no, no. No. The real person's name or the character? The real person's the name. Cuba Gooding Jr. Cuba Jr. Yes. And he, yeah, he, yes. Went and, <laughs> he got angry at yes. Yes. <laughs> and he was air fighting or whatever it was he was and doing. Then he, and then he lost his virginity. And so. then in uh, <laughs> the, the Wayans Brothers, in the Wayans Brothers movies, when they, uh, when they, when they parodied that, they went a little overboard with it, but that was exactly who, how he looked. Wait, this game is called Who, who Let You who Talk? Let who Let You Talk? talk. Who so Darrell. who the hell let Darrell well, Robert Johnson did. talk? Robert apparently did. Robert does not Robert know, you know whether what? to scratch you know his watch or wind his ass at every, this point. Every Robert I know is a fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> well, what about the Darrells? The four of us. I don't know any Darrells or Darrell or Darrell, but I know a whole lot of motherfucking Robert. Daryl and his other brother, Daryl. Like, I just know that when I meet a Robert, there's a 50, there's a, there's a, there's 70, a good chance. There's a, there's 80, a solid chance. There's a 90, 10. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, all you shit. Roberts out there. Robert. Like, all right, Rob, we got Robert. We got Robert. Like four, three more. Three more. We have what, three more. What's wow. next? I'm ready. So the next one, um, another scandal that has been getting a lot of news coverage is this quote unquote varsity blues college cheating scandal. 
And the clip that we have for this one is Lori Laughlin, <laughs> a.k.a. Aunt Becky from Full House, joking with her daughter about how much she spent on her education. The daughter that is enrolled in USC and also has a um, very popular YouTube channel. YouTube channel. The one, the one who was like, "I just can't wait for like game days and yes. like, the parties." Olivia Jade, she was also had a campaign with Sephora, they which that known. she no longer, she First no longer all, has. They gave their daughter a motherfucking poor name, <laughs> Olivia Jade. <laughs> they should have just fucking name. just stay in your lane, Olivia Jane. You were right. What's and it up? recently Mr. came out. I mean, and it recently came out that she didn't fill out her own college application. She she, she went to USC. Aren't they the Trojans? <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> so more irony. All right, <laughs> play that clip. The Trojans. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> she doesn't even know what she's dancing to. Please, chill. Did you hear that? No. England is my city. England is not a city. I know. That's why it's so, so, so iconic on YouTube. Well, it's not iconic at all. It's just really dumb. <laughs> what was the word? The line is England is my city. I was going to ask if you knew that was from, but I knew you would never know what oh, that was from. Oh, I don't know what England. I, if you would have said England is my city, I would say, why did I pay all this money for your education? Why indeed, why? Aunt Becky? Why? Oh, why? <laughs> why? Who let you speak? Who let you talk? Oh, my goodness. This reminded me of that Family Feud episode where <clears throat> the white family and that was their last was name it, the <laughs> the 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 i guess the problem or the whatever they do in family feud the way that they do it um it was <laughs> it was a country you'd most like to visit and the answer was Europe. Mm. <laughs> oh. like, <laughs> or that time that, that, that one where they were like, um, name something that ends with the word pork and that fool said, you pine. <clears throat> or name an oh. animal whose name is only three letters long. Frog. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first. That what? was the, Okay, so you know at the end of Family Feud when they have, right, the, right. They have the two people do yeah, like the right, final the feud. speed round, right. Right. So the first person said frog. The second person, name an animal whose name only has three letters. Alligator. What the oh. hell? Dude, that's worse. Like yeah, what, way worse. Not <laughs> like even close. That's what, that, England is my city. That's exactly what that's like. Who let you speak? <laughs> but Lori basically told on herself, we just found that Can to be funny. Can we go on Family Feud? I think we'd kill. Oh, I'm great at uh uh uh. It's not is it money? Yes. Well, yes, I'm I mean, great. but listen, <laughs> but listening people too. <laughs> but listening, but listening to that, to listening to her child's reaction, I understand why she went through what she went through to get mm-hmm. her into college. Like, she could have right. gone to a nice like state school, like in Pomona, I was California. More, I was more, I was more Stop. offended. I was less offended by the mother. And more offended by, <laughs> like, <laughs> not not that I was city. offended because I that's just that's just white people being white, but but 
I I'm what what the way the way the the way is that you said that's I'm sorry what what's her name to the to the Olivia Jade Olivia Lo- uh, okay daughter so yes I um what she, the way she handled that and the way she was just kind of mocking and everything that was to me the more fuck you than okay her so saying, like if you if you really think that England is a country if or England is a city then you know you probably think Africa is so a country that was like thirty seconds yeah. it was a ten minute video. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And there were some other parts that were really? just as bad. But just hearing her say that was kind of funny, considering well, considering, considering that she had just paid $500,000 right. bond right. to get out of jail. Right. So I yes. thought that, w- that was funny. Yes. So this other one brings us to the great commonwealth that we are currently in, in Virginia. Mm-hmm. And with everything that had been going on with... <laughs> For lovers. The governor <laughs> it is for and <laughs> his blackface and all of that and everything to for resign. Those. Um his wife was recently doing or yeah, recently doing a tour of the governor's mansion with interns or pages. Pages, pages. Senate pages. And within this group of about a hundred <clears throat> uh pages, there were two African American females. And during the tour of the mansion cottage, Walker's daughter and two of her fellow pages were asked to hold cotton that the first lady retrieved from a bowl on a nearby table. Walker wrote in the letter, Miss Northam then asked these three pages, the only African-American pages in the program, if they could imagine what it must have been like to pick cotton all day. now i understand that she's a former teacher and so that means she should definitely know the fuck better in her she she to to defend herself she said that it was of course that usual in no way was it meant to be offensive she was just trying to ensure that the the rich history of the governor's mansion with the slave quarters were a very important part of she the used house. She the wrong R word. That they, you know, needed to sort of see that and, and experience it. And, you know, she wasn't trying to be offensive. It just... Well, you know what would have been um, not <laughs> offensive? Had she said the exact same thing to three of the white pages and handed them the cotton. And can you imagine <laughs> it's what a, it would have been like? It's a reading the room <laughs> issue. Yeah, it's poorly, like, poorly, it's just poorly read. Like she's... It's the governor's mansion. Why is there not like a Smithsonian tour guide there? Right. I, I don't understand why. I realize you want to be for the people and you want to kind of be Monticello, out there. I went to Monticello and those people are all historians. Too. And I did They're the Sally Hemings yeah. tour. And though, like I walked out of there ready to fight, but also felt very educated. <laughs> no one handed me fucking cotton. I mean, there's, there's, wow. I was moved to tears several times on that. And we didn't go tour. together. And we didn't we, go together. We I told her, I came back and said, you have to go over. You have to go. Yeah. To, to like Wise is, was saying before, like reminding white people of like imagining what like racist or racially charged situations were like is a fine thing. Mm-hmm. Right. If everybody's black, 
you don't need to try to remind them. They don't of need what a reminder. Is like. <laughs> like they experience it. They experience it every day. Yeah. Like that's I, in that particular situation, you could have handed me a dollar and asked me what I thought about the same thing because we are still living on cotton money. So what the fuck? Right. I still need Harriet Tubman to be on this twenty. Yeah. And I feel like when the fuck is I feel that like happening? his administration well, that, is trying to they literally are. I read an article belabor this. Yes, I read an article recently that, you know, that had been put into place before um um what's the actual president clown Mc, left clown mcfuckstick came into <laughs> fucking office and suddenly all information and everything about that disappeared yeah. like within weeks of him taking office like there's just nothing you can't find the, they can't even they don't even know who to ask mm. they don't even know who to ask about it look so. this whole administration is full of mob mob this whole administration. I have mob ties. Well, I mean, they're, he's, mo- they're he, just mob, like straight up and down. Wanna mob. be mob though? Want, wanna no, be mob. but like Russians. They, well, the, the Russians, the Russians flip, are definitely the real. Well, the mob. Russians flip the Italians, Be-bist. and that's why we have fucking <laughs> orangey big boat boat in fucking office right now. But I mean, he's Be-bist. even Trump was. I mean, Trump was recorded as saying about the whole like Harriet Tubman being on the twenty, like with that face. Or like, (laughs) are we really do like? Why would we do this with that person being like so? Dandy Newton playing Harriet Tubman to go on the twenty dollar bill for Trump. Oh, that would be terrible. That's a joke that went over. That would be like uh, (laughs) that Nina Simone debacle. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) She's not. She's not hot enough. She's not. She's not hot enough to be on the money. Look, we're. But who let you? Who let? Who let you speak? Who, I just yeah. Her racist blackface wearing husband. But th- given and, given given the recent history of everything, <laughs> you would think one right. would. You would think they would be on eggshells when it comes to these type of things. But well, you also thought she might have had a bit of sense, considering no. that she stopped him during the press conference. Right. Like, no, don't do this. No time. I'm sure everyone has read somewhere or seen somewhere, and let me not say I'm sure everyone, but. There are articles and, and research that have been done about white women enabling white supremacy and the KKK and Nazis and how it's just kind of like it's how it's passed down from, you know, child to mothers, often from white women. So it's not surprising that, you know, she's passing out cotton to the black pages. No. It's not surprising. It's just not like when I read it, She's I was just kind of like the first lady fuck? of Virginia. It's after fucking, all, like, what, what, what else did, what what did Northam do? He was was he the nude? Blackface oh, black. It was the that was the blackface the dude. Blackface. No, it wasn't college. It was medical, medical school. Medical school. Medical school. Sorry, medical it was school. literally e- even beyond the col- like even worse. At yes. a point where you should be should a lot more aware, well, not just that, and cognizant like you, as a human being. Thank you. You're. <laughs> and you're. It wasn't he a pediatric but it doctor? Was, but it was the eighties. Scary. Okay? Right. It was the eighties. Not the eighteen eighties. It was the nineteen eighties. It was the eighties. My mom and I watched that. Um, that news rollout because it was in February that that came out February first week, and she was said. The guy was like, oh, 1984. And she's like, 1984? And she's like, you were born in 84. Like, she was just, like, losing her shit. Like, this is ridiculous. And this is crazy. And I can't believe they're still doing this. And then she's like, wait. And then she sat down. And she was like, yeah, I can believe this. Yeah. David, it's David, like, David yeah. Duke did have clan rallies in your neighborhood. In- oh, my God, y'all. So, <laughs> so we drove real quick, sidebar. 
my my uh, uncle and and wives were like driving past the park or something, mm-hmm. and it's the neighborhood I grew up in. My mom still is there, and so she he was like, "Oh, Veronica told me that you know the the clan used to be here." And my uncle looks at me, he goes, "Yeah, David Duke used to be here all the time." And, He's right over here. What yeah, <laughs> and then wives was like, "Oh," and I was like, "See, explains yeah, a lot." Yeah, they loved it up here. This, yeah, this, 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 this I was like, "That explains my my fear around the KKK and Nazis and white supremacists because it's like right in your backyard as a kid, literally." Backyard. Yeah. So, anywho. Crazy. Yeah. Everyone, that's why when people are like, oh, <laughs> would you move back to Colorado? And I'm like, mm. They don't need it. They don't need any more excuses. Like, no. like, like uh, when Montego and I watched uh, Hidden Figures. <laughs> and there was a scene in the movie where Kevin Costner's character was like taking down a whites only sign. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. And everyone and was like, oh, Everyone yay. in the theater that we were watching like started clapping and it's like why are you being right. it's it's the same principle as to why why would you, why would you, why would you as a parent pay your children to do chores like chores is what's supposed yeah. to happen yeah it was kind of like that it was like yeah. why are we you clapping because they did something they were already supposed to do yeah. hundreds of years before yeah. <laughs> like congratulations and, you're and that's a nice the only person. like that's the only part that you're clapping on yeah when all of the like <laughs> All of the POC triumph like yeah. never never gets anything. Can't do it. So we have one more. Yes. We have one more. And uh this one is from uh former Maine governor Paul LePage. <gasps> this fucking dipshit. <laughs> Paul LePage can eat a fucking dick. I don't Yikes. think we know how you feel, Mr. Wise. Can Fuck you be him. more clear? <laughs> Fuck him. So he is opposed to eliminating the Electoral College. And he said, and I quote, actually, what would happen if they do what they say they're going to do to white people will not have anything to say. LePage, who served as governor from 2011 to 2019, said on the main radio station WVOM, it's going to be the minorities that would elect it would be California, Texas, Florida. You California. That sounds. I mean, that, that sounds. <laughs> exactly, Wake up, white people. That sounds exactly. It <laughs> sounds exactly like those that group of white people that, that believe good. that be, <laughs> that believe that like the white mainland should be established in the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. It's like yeah, yeah, right. Like yeah. like all those people that write out. It's like oh, Portland and Oregon and right. Washington should be the place where like white people establish. But their you know that's land. that's how they. No, no, no. <laughs> you mean, know that's how Portland Oregon, and Oregon, Oregon is, and I, Oregon that's how they was came founded to be. on that principle. Yeah. White like it was like their getaway from from them brown people and them that's Indians. Why it's like ninety seven percent white. That's why when people were like, oh my god, Portland. You know, Portlandia it's liberal is, as fuck. Well, it's, no, they're like, Portlandia is great. And I was like, that show sucks. Even though they're <laughs> super like into Portlandia. the Portland Trailblazers mm-hmm. and want and want the uh, Supersonics to come back. Right. Like, right. Yeah. <laughs> they lost so, the Supersonics? Well, oh, yeah. Well, Seattle. Really? Yeah, the Supersonics are Supersonics the Oklahoma the City Thunder. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. yeah, for like the last, what, 11 years? I haven't uh, paid probably attention. Probably longer than that. I think it's, I, I think it's only been about. 10 or 11 Montego, I'm pretty. I don't need to know. Or, uh, shit. But, See, yeah. I'm pretty. I don't need to know sports. Like, I'm okay. <laughs> I got this. Who let him speak? Or let him talk? <laughs> so we're still working that out. But, yeah, that's the basic. He's, again, former governor. So wow. shut the fuck up. Wow. People are such trash. <laughs> but, again, this ties back into why, why it is important that 
we elect people and that the people that hold the offices in the land adhere to certain norms and decorum because what's happened is we've now had well if you include the campaign we've now had three years now of basically throwing the rule book Mm. and the things you are supposed to say and not supposed to say out the window and it's it gives license and gives credence to it's why like donald trump did not commit those terrorist acts in the terrorist act in new zealand and the other ones but you can't avoid or ignore that the rhetoric that he uses is the exact same rhetoric that people who advocate for those things use. And those people then cite him, literally cite him in their manifestos and in their screeds about why it is they're doing what they're doing. Words have power, especially when they come from people with authority. And it is important that we maintain, like, there have always been presidents who have been racist. There have always been senators and governors who have been racist. But at least for the last 25 years or so, they knew that probably, for the most part, wasn't a good idea to say those things out loud. They'd say them in their meetings. Nixon, if you ever listen to the tapes, well, he said some <laughs> shit. No, didn't he? That motherfucker said some Ooh. shit. But he didn't say those things at press conferences and on social media. Well, if there were, if there had been social media, these this motherfucker willingly says it and then turns around, sends his henchmen and himself out there, and says and says, "What the fuck? How could you? How could you read into that that I'm a racist? How could you?" Because you said not neo-Nazis were fine people. The president is not a white supremacist. How many times do we have to say this? The fact you have to say it at all tells you. <laughs> That there is a problem. Right. The fact that you have to come out and say that. Like, no one ever came out and said Bill Clinton is not a white supremacist. Whether he, whatever his racial views were, I didn't feel like I needed that, that that information was relevant. No no one asked you if he's a Bill white Bill Clinton has a black son he's still denying to this day. Yeah. I would believe that. Have you seen it? It's on I Twitter. No, but I would believe that. Google Bill Clinton's son. There's no way he didn't dip his uh, wand in chocolate somebody here. Somebody, please. He was dipping his wand in all kinds of things. Chocolate, caramel, <laughs> y'all, strawberry. So, I took a Xanax one night and got on Twitter like I usually do. Bad idea. Horrible idea, but turned into like me falling into the Bill Clinton's black son hole. <laughs> there, and I just kept staring you at You fell him. into Bill Clinton's black son's hole? Yes, I did. <laughs> Damn, must have been an open <laughs> hole. That's Damn. That's what she said. It's chocolatey. <laughs> Yikes. Um, <laughs> I bet. <laughs> but no, I just Giggity. was like, yeah. I was just kept reading about it and reading about it. And then you see these pictures of him and you're like, <gasps> there's no way. That's his son. That's his son. <laughs> Seriously. Really? Like, no, hold Does on. Does he look like Chelsea dipped in chocolate? No, he looks like no. Bill. Hold on. <laughs> he looks Chelsea looks like Bill. Chelsea looks like an ugly girl. Oh, one no. of the big mouth characters. I was characters. trying to avoid that. Like how oh. her like she doesn't have like a it's yeah. <laughs> it's like <laughs> the cheek or be, rather the, one yeah. of the Bob Burger characters. <laughs> the girl, uh, you know, the one who, she has no chin. She has no. I don't think she has a chin because no Bob's Burger character has, has a, a chin. chin. Yeah, it's like that's not y'all. a thing. <laughs> they just have a line that y'all. represents where their chin should be. <laughs> Sosa is now looking at the picture well. of supposedly Bill Clinton's 
My black son. I can see my black son. Girl, bye. Oh yeah, I, I, I got it. <laughs> it's like <laughs> that. That shit is crazy. I see a resemblance so, in ways. All right, I don't want to get too far down this in okay. the white black ways. sun hole, as Veronica <laughs> just put it. Um, but how like. How is how much of this is conspiratorial and how much of it I I was no how much of it is like how much of it is legitimate like I don't know suspicious like like suspicion and I've never heard all of it is outlet pick it up it's been out for a while it's no but on major news outlets Telegraph I know that's not a major news outlet I mean like is it like like is it is he claiming that he's Bill Clinton's son Yeah Yeah. Because okay. I feel like he did an interview. Did yeah, he, he did an, an interview, interview with Oprah or somebody. Yeah. Yeah, I okay. Yeah. But they don't they don't speak of him. Like he doesn't exist. That's why Hillary lost. Because <laughs> <laughs> of her blacks her black stepson. Her black stepson. <laughs> I mean, remember Bill Clinton's full name is William Jefferson Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> right. Jefferson. The way you throw that Jefferson. southern twang into a Jefferson. Look, with with all that and compiling the fact that the last name Clinton, especially compiled with the first name George, is right. a very black <laughs> oriented thing. Like he landed the mothership. If you get another cat, you should name it George Clinton. No. Okay. <laughs> and we'll be right back. Sucking on my titties like you wanna be calling me all the time like Blondie. Check out my Chrissy behind it's fine all of the time. Like sex on the beaches. What else is in the teachers of peaches? Huh? What? Fuck the pain away. Fuck the pain away. Fuck the pain away. Fuck the pain away. Hello, everyone. Hello. How are you Good tonight? Luck. You know. Happy Guten Tag is afternoon, is it not? Is it is it not, Cedro? Is Guten Tag afternoon? It's morning. Guten Tag is day. Day. Mm. Guten Tag. <laughs> Be best. As opposed to <laughs> Guten Nacht. Guten Nacht. You know what I'm thinking of Buenos Aires. Sorry, wrong language. Wow. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> you are tired. Be primero. I am tired. Be primero. Um, so we're going to keep this short and sweet. I think as we all know, Sosa was seeing someone for a while. Sosa is no longer seeing that person. Anymore, what happened? We remain friends. No. Uh, <laughs> Just you don't talk to them. No, I do. Talk to them every day. Well, uh, I text with them every day. Oh, that must be where my everyday text goes. Oh, shit. Oh, Here we go. Burn. I love you more. Let the record show. I love you more. I texted you today. Mm. Okay. I did. Um, but the reason, the reason why is because I realized that I really don't want to be with anybody seriously right now. I'm really just digging the Sosa time. And I have um, some other friends who are going through their own relationship things with their significant others. And in talking to them, and continuing to kind of realize why I don't want to be with anyone, why I want to be by myself, why I'm just really digging the me time, a theme keeps coming up and it keeps uh, triggering me. It's, I mean, they are married. I am no longer, thank goodness. But it's this notion that uh, Chris Rock spoke about 20 years ago this year. It's been that long. 
In a movie I've never seen before, another movie I've never seen before, but it was a stand-up, I want, what is it called? The Black, think, Bigger yeah, and bigger Blacker? Bigger and Blacker, I think, is what it was called, yeah. I think and it was Bigger and Blacker. It's Bigger and Blacker, and it's the concept of the big piece of chicken. Hmm. And what that has meant in our relationships. Nobody give a fuck. Nobody appreciates daddy. Now, mama got the roughest job. I ain't gonna front. But come on, at least people appreciate mama. That's right. Every time mama do something right, mama get a compliment. Because women need to hear compliments all the time. Women need food, water, and compliments. That's right. That's right. And an occasional pair of shoes. That's right. Women got to hear it all the time or they lose their mind. And your daddy makes sure you thank your mama for everything. Tell your mama how good the food is. Tell your mama how nice the house looks. Tell your mama how, nice, how her hair looks. Did you tell your mama? Tell her, you better go in there and tell your mama. That's right. Tell your mama. Tell your mama. Tell your mama. Nobody ever tells daddy shit. I'm talking about the real daddy that handles the fucking business. Nobody ever says, hey, daddy, thanks for knocking out this rent. <laughs> hey, daddy, I sure love this hot water. <laughs> hey, daddy, it's easy to read with all this light. Nobody give a fuck about daddy. I'm talking about daddy that handle his business. Nobody give a fuck about daddy. Think about everything that the real daddy does. Pay the bills, buy the food, put a fucking roof over your head. Everything you could ever ask for. Make your world a better, safer place. And what does daddy get for all his work? The big piece of chicken. That's all daddy gets. <laughs> it's the big piece of chicken. <laughs> <laughs> but is it though? And I think that's the thing that has been triggering me quite so much because all the things he listed that daddy does, I'm sorry, I don't know if you know black women, <laughs> but we've all done the same shit right alongside black men for eternity. The option to not work was not given to most black women, still is not. So I guess for me, the themes of the big piece of chicken and what the big piece of chicken actually is, is not just about chicken, obviously. It's a metaphor. It's a metaphor. (laughs) (laughs) It's a metaphor for privilege. It's a metaphor for male privilege. It's a metaphor for patriarchy. I deserve the big piece of chicken. So it got me to thinking. 20 years ago, people were laughing at this, and now they were in the air of Time's Up and Me mm-hmm. Too. Does the big piece of chicken still apply for men? Should the big piece of chicken still be there? What is the criteria for having the big piece of chicken? Because if I am paying the rent, buying the food, turning on the water, and the electricity, why the fuck do you get a big piece of chicken and I don't? Well, you don't have to worry about that because you do get the big piece of chicken by default. I get the big piece of deep fried tofu at this point, <laughs> but still. Whatever protein you're eating, mm. you're getting the big piece. I'm trying to understand why in this day and age, women are still thinking that men who do the same things that they do. Now, if you are in a situation where, you know, his job is to go to work and bring home money. Your job is to stay home and do whatever. <laughs> Fine. Take the whole fucking chicken. I don't care. But if I'm working eight hours at a job I may or may not like, 
and I'm paying for bills too. What the fuck are you doing for this big ass piece of chicken that you so covet? What is the criteria for the big piece of chicken? Do you want, in this scenario, do you want, do you have the appetite for the biggest piece of chicken? Because some of it is just appetite. But see, there are two big pieces of chicken. The biggest piece on the chicken is the breast. Right. Two breasts. Two of them. Right. Why can't we both have the breast? Why can't we both have the big piece of chicken? You can. I'll take the thighs. Yeah, I'm a thigh man myself. I've, yeah, right. But that was just triggering the shit out of me. Why? Because. She wants the big piece of chicken. I don't want the big piece of chicken. But I that, don't want there to be a big piece of chicken. She wants the option. But that was based off of his, somewhat of his childhood I and know, childhood of the people around him and the time that he grew up. unfortunately, there are a lot of black men still today who think they deserve the big And there's a lot of women of who still give their black man the and big I piece of chicken. And I want to know why you give your man the piece of chicken the when same your ass reason, isn't working The same too. reason you don't think they deserve the chicken, that's why they give them the chicken. Because they feel that? opposite. Why do you feel they don't deserve it? Because they're not doing anything extra. For you. For them, they are. So what's, I don't understand what the problem is. The problem is that notion to me is something that has been ingrained. So are you running into men that want the big piece of chicken? All these motherfuckers want the big piece of chicken. And are you telling them them point blank period that the big piece of chicken is not there? The main reason I'm no longer married is because I told that that man you are no longer getting the big piece of chicken in this house. I don't care how much bigger than me you are. I love the self-edit. That that, man. Son of a... Man, that man that I was married to. No, you will not be receiving the big piece of chicken anymore. Anymore, especially when I've been carrying a lot more of the weight than you were for a good period of time. I just don't understand why they can't feel that way. They can feel however they want to feel. My issue is, is that it feels to me like from the conversations that I've had. There are people who do not understand the concept of equality and partnership inside of a relationship it's just man equals big piece of chicken equals head of the household woman equals somewhat smaller piece of chicken and she can clean up all the mess that i make but i still need to have the but big is, piece then of chicken. isn't that a discussion that should be had it should when be but my issue is it's it's a given for a lot of people that the man will have the big piece but if of chicken. It, but if it's given then that means both parties are willing no, to deal with it. no you just said it's a given why no, is what it i'm a given? saying is it's a given in the minds of a lot of men that oh I'm just going to get the big so piece of chicken again, because I'm here with a paycheck and Why not have that discussion with the man before you decide to move into any of those waters? This is my point. A lot of people don't do that. It's not something that people discuss. It's something that is a given. I'm the man. I get the big piece of chicken. The big piece of chicken. I don't is a metaphor. agree with that. <laughs> but okay. <clears throat> How long have you been married, um, Montego? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Forever mm. And I don't necessarily even think you have to be married To have that 
that mindset of the big piece of chicken. Well, I get the big piece of chicken because I'm hungrier than my wife. That's just <laughs> typically how it works. Really, that's as much thought and as I put into it. And that's a reasonable... Right. That's reasonable. I You're just hungrier. more chicken you than she does. You have more chicken than she does. She does. Anyone in my in a relationship with me, we get, the, we get all of the fucking now, chicken. This is, now, this <laughs> now, obviously, this is a white man talking, but um, in my household, I remember when I was... A, I'm the oldest of four, and when I got to like 13, 14 years old and was growing at an exponential rate, my dad acquiesced the big piece of chicken <laughs> to me because I needed it more than him. So I began eating the... Now, right now, we're talking about the literal big the piece literal of piece chicken. Of we're chicken. not talking about the metaphor of the chicken for other things and responsibilities. And <laughs> we're just talking about the chicken itself. But I... uh, Yeah, I started eating the big piece of because I was burning a lot of calories chasing them women's. Oh my gosh. Wow. <laughs> and this is not a new question for me. I recall a time when I was a, <laughs> I recall a time when I was a child and I asked my mother basically why does daddy get the big piece of chicken? But this was a piece of pie because I wanted that fucking piece right, of pie. Right, right. And I had only had one piece of pie and he had just came in and ate the last piece of pie. I'm like, what the fuck, mom? What are you doing? Why does he get the last piece of pie? Well, he's your father. I remember in my head thinking, and? and of course I didn't say that. Barbie dolls. I like <laughs> No, God damn it, my Barbie dolls were busy being kidnapped and having affairs yeah. and they were palimony living, suits. Yeah. They were living a better they were, life. They were on her Barbie dolls were in Falcon Crest, <laughs> right? <laughs> but I don't understand why the big didn't come into play then. With the Barbies, yes, because it's a real story. It happens. I don't know why the big piece of chicken didn't come into play. My Barbies didn't have those thoughts because they didn't need to eat. <laughs> <laughs> but yet, Barbie had a dining room set. <laughs> so do I. And a mansion. Cook. Like, what? <laughs> she did. She had a mansion too. I think that's. I get the big piece of chicken too because I cook in the house. Another good reason why you would get the big piece. So of chicken. I mean, yeah. If the woman, if it's a, tr- if it's a traditional household where the woman's at home cooking, then if she has a right to the big piece of chicken if she made the food. As far as I'm concerned, I just, I just need to understand this, this need for this chicken, for this, this positioning, this privilege, this patriarchy. Because when you're talking about, and I'm specifically talking about um, in relationships where both partners are African-American because all African-Americans have always fucking worked for the, you know, by and large. There is no culture, no long-standing across-the-board culture of black women who stayed the fuck home. We all worked, period. There were a few who didn't, but most of us did. So if that has been... What is the the common trend throughout the history of us being free people in this free air quotes people in this country? Why, why do you need to have the big piece of chicken? Why? I don't. I don't have an answer. Because not having the big piece of chicken might be emasculating in some sense of some way. Ha! Now we're on to something. Mm. Are we? We are. Again, the big piece of chicken is a metaphor. It's a metaphor. Because, see, with the big piece of chicken, 
One also gets decision-making rights. One also holds money in a certain regard. One also gets to say when we go, where we go, how we go, how much we spend. The big piece of chicken is like a big gavel in the courtroom. You get to be the person banging the gavel in the whole relationship. The big piece of chicken affords you more than just chicken. It affords you the right to steer and lead, if you will. It's power. The It's power. And unfortunately, it seems there's a trend for black men specifically when we think about things like this whole R. Kelly thing. And we're talking about one black man and black men are just everywhere. Just like, oh, my God, why are you you trying to bring us all down? We're talking about one black pedophile. That's just just one. The big piece of chicken affords you the voice to say shit like that and people to listen to you. The big piece of chicken is way more than just chicken. The big piece of chicken is power. And why are women so anxious to give up that power when you are literally pulling the same fucking weight? And you've always pulled the same weight. Sosa's tired of men who are looking for their rib. Yes, I am. <laughs> seems like, seems like, yes, I am. It seems like a complacency with like <clears throat> the aspect of like socialization. I mean, I feel like you have enough generations of people that are socialized to believe or act a certain way, you're going to get certain acts or behavior from it. Not saying that it's right, but... So why are we not questioning this? Because people don't question most things. They just allow them to be. Well, this just solidifies the fact that I will likely be single the rest of my life, (laughs) and that is fine. Because I'm not giving up any pieces of chicken, big, small, or otherwise. This podcast is produced and recorded at Depth Charge Studios in Alexandria, Virginia. If you're a recording artist, musician, or producer in need of affordable, world-class audio production services and an inspiring studio space for your project, Depth Charge Studios is the place to create in the DMV. For more information, visit DepthCharge.com. That's D-E-P-T-H-C-H. A-R-G-E dot com. Please like us, review us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and Stitcher. Buy merch at nerdsandluxury.com under Shop Lux Nerd. Send not nudes. <laughs> send dick pics too. <laughs> I was going to say send not nudes. I mean, if anyone wants dick pics, just, you know... Send a message out to the crowds, but I, I'll pass on those heavily. Um, hydrate, drink water, take care of yourselves, and uh, you are the most important person in your entire world. Yes. And, and that is a quote from my big brother. And stay less racist than you were yesterday. Amen. And be best. Be best. <laughs> be Black diamonds on a nigga wrist Is it vanity or just a sign of excellence? Square footed six rooms up in my residence Blowing money up in Nemas, guess that's negligence We holy shoes to be self-evident